This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Staffers in accident. Trump eyes rural infrastructure set aside. NAFTA splits fruit vegetable sector. Cannabis tech. Staffers with the USDA and the House Agriculture Committee are okay today after being involved in an accident yesterday involving Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue's motorcade in Texas. Perdue and Committee Chair Mike Conway, a Republican of Texas, were riding at a separate vehicle and were not involved in the accident. According to media reports, the USDA staffer and two senior committee aides were riding in an SUV that collided with a truck as the motorcade was leaving a roundtable with producers in El Campo, south of Houston. The staffers were taken to a hospital to be checked out, but all were later released. Purdue faces APH question. In addition to the roundtable, Purdue and Conaway also took an aerial tour of Hurricane Harvey's damage in the region. They also visited a cotton gin that was back up and running after the storm. Cotton growers told Purdue that Harvey ruined for them what was going to be a banner year. Bob Reed, who represented the Texas Farm Bureau at the meeting, said yields are running as high as four bales to the acre or more, about twice the average. One unusual concern came up at the meeting. What happens to a grower's crop insurance yield history, the APH, If he had picked his crop only to have it destroyed in the field, waiting for the local gen to collect the harvested modules. Growers are worried they won't get credit for the big yield. USDA and committee staffers are looking into the issue, according to Reed. White House eyes rule set aside for infrastructure. The White House is developing a sweeping infrastructure proposal that would earmark 25% of the funding for rural areas, according to sources telling AgriPulse. House and Senate Agriculture Committee staffers were recently briefed on the proposal. The plan would also give states broad discretion in how the funding would be used, but a source says that little other detail was provided to the staffers. Infrastructure has taken the back seat on the congressional agenda as GOP leaders shift their focus to tax reform and a last-ditch effort in the Senate to replace the Affordable Care Act. Regional divide opens on NAFTA talks. Lawmakers from the Pacific Northwest are fighting an effort by tomato growers and other specialty crop producers and the Southeast to insert a new anti-dumping provision in the North American Free Trade Agreement. The Northwest lawmakers say that provision, which is designed to make it easier to win dumping cases against Mexico, risks retaliation against fruit and vegetable growers in Washington and Oregon. Mexico and Canada are the top two export markets for U.S. apples and pears. The lawmakers say in a letter to U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer, We expect that Canadian and Mexican industries, including the tree fruit industry, may take advantage of such a provision to restrict exports of U.S. products. Failure to consider these concerns will leave our tree fruit growers and other producers who have proven highly successful in competing in the Mexican and Canadian marketplaces vulnerable to tariffs that would have a negative impact on rural communities throughout our states. The lawmakers who signed the letter include Ron Wyden, the ranking Democrat of the Senate Finance Committee, which oversees trade policy. Earlier, we reported that the National Pork Producers Council has raised similar concerns about the anti-dumping provision. NFU urges senators to block Graham Cassidy. 
The National Farmers Union is lobbying against the latest GOP attempt to replace the Affordable Care Act. In a letter to senators, the NFU says the Graham-Cassidy bill that the Senate may vote on next week does not address the barriers that farmers and ranchers face in accessing health coverage and would only make matters worse. The National Farmers Union says the bill, which would essentially allow states to take over management of the health coverage, would create even more uncertainty in the individual insurance marketplace than there already is. Pork outbreaks decline despite spike. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are reporting a sharp rise in outbreaks of foodborne disease linked to pork products. The spike occurred in 2015 and followed a long period of decline in reports of illnesses. The frequency of pork-related outbreaks declined 37 percent from 1998 through 2015. But there were 19 outbreaks in 2015, up 11 the year before, a 73 percent increase in one year. The overall decline in illnesses associated with pork since the 1990s mirrors a similar 35% overall drop in outbreaks of foodborne illness. AFBF chief joins research board. The supporters of Agriculture Research Foundation, a group dedicated to supporting and expanding USDA competitive grant science research, is adding some major star power to its board of directors. SOAR will be announcing today that American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall is joining the group. The addition of Duvall comes at a time when debate over the 2018 Farm Bill is heating up. The Agriculture and Food Research Initiative is the flagship competitive grant program at USDA. And while it was authorized at $700 million in the 2014 Farm Bill, the funding level remains at just $375 million. Agriculture research and investment have given American farmers and ranchers a firm foundation to battle the challenges of the 21st century, Duvall says. The Farm Bureau clearly supports ongoing efforts to elevate food, agriculture, and natural resources research as a national priority. NIFA leader keynotes vertical ag confab. Sonny Ramsawamy, the director of the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, will headline a conference today in D.C. on vertical farming. The conference, put on each year by the Association for Vertical Farming, brings together companies, city planners, research institutions, and government officials to discuss the development of the sector. Vertical agriculture is becoming increasingly popular in the New York area and other cities where there are available buildings and markets. Sponsors of the conference include a major electric utility, the Southern Company. As AgriPulse has reported, there will be an effort to include a provision for urban agriculture, including urban farming, in the next Farm Bill. And that will be a topic of discussion at today's conference. But we're also pretty sure the session will have a topic in the conversation called Feeding the World with Cannabis and Semiconductors. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, September 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.